I'm so excited that you're here today. My name is Lee, and I have a question for you. Are you getting ready for the right party? Jesus is coming, and there's going to be a ball. Are you getting ready? Are you getting ready for something else? Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you so much for telling us what we need to know, for telling us we're really getting ready for the wrong thing. Just take over your day. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. And so, as we know, Noah was instructed by God to build an ark. And he built that ark. He was God's friend. And as he was building that ark, I'm sure that he had opportunity to quit and give up. But he was so committed. He was doing that for 100 years. For 100 years. And can you imagine, like, his old friends? I'm saying old friends because, you know, once we move on to our passion, sometimes our friends don't like it. And so can you imagine that? Can you imagine his old friends coming up to him and saying, Hey, Noah, you know, we're having this party. Can't you come? Can you just put that down for a while? I mean, you've been doing that forever. And apparently it's not really going to rain. Maybe they called him a dreamer, you know, because he knew he was God's friend and he was committed to God. He, he was involved with God. God asked him to do this great thing. And he said, yes, Lord, I'll do this for you. And he gave Noah instructions and Noah followed those instructions. And meanwhile, someone else, I'm sure he looked somewhat crazy. But, you know, I'm also sure he said, no, I'm doing this. This is my life. This is what I'm doing. God's going to flood the earth. And maybe you don't see it now, but you will see it. And you'll be so sorry you didn't listen to me. I'm going to do what God is telling me to do. And I urge you to get on your knees and do the same thing. Because it is going to rain. God is going to start over. And this is your chance. I mean, I don't know everything that happened then, but, you know, Jesus always tells me to read between the lines. So I'm reading between the lines. And it's just like now, you know, people are doing all these things. And, and um, you know, if you're following Jesus, you're doing something totally different than they're doing. And they can't understand. And they're like, hey, you know, can you just take one day for me? Can you just do that? And they have no idea that it's so urgent to get ready that Jesus could be here tomorrow. Just like in the day of Noah, all of a sudden the time was up and it started raining and they all drowned. And I'm sure they were thinking, I wish I would have listened. Noah was right. It's raining and they're freaking out. And if you're not listening to Jesus now, if you're not following him, it's going to be like that for you. And, you know, if you are following Jesus, it, it's going to be like in the day of Noah. People are going to try to talk you out of it. Why are you doing that? Jesus isn't coming. He's not coming yet. You don't, you don't have to work so hard to be ready. And it's so sad because if you're following Jesus, you can see what they can't see. They have no idea. They're wasting precious time doing other things when they should be getting ready for Jesus. 
And lots of them are, you know, they say they love Jesus, yet they're so disconnected that they can't see what's happening. Only Noah could see, Noah and his family, and they were committed. And if you can see that Jesus is coming and that you need to be about his business and you need to let go of the things of the world and you need to not care about what someone thinks of you, we need to not be affected by those who don't know Jesus and aren't following him to, you know, like, don't feel threatened or like, you know, you got to succumb to what they want just because you can see and they can't just because, you know, they're thinking you're wasting your time. You know, it's right. You get on your knees and you know, you, you heard Jesus talk to you and you heard him say, keep going. I'm coming. There isn't much time. You know, for me, I got a list of things that I need to do for him. And you, you do as well if, if you're following him. And you don't want to put that down just because of what someone thinks of you or because, you know, you feel like, wow, you know, what they're doing looks like, I'm sure Noah's like, wow, that looks like fun. I would like to go and do that. But I got to get this art done because I want to be on it. I want to be safe. If you're following Jesus, you're doing the same thing. Yeah, that looks inviting, but how many times did I just drop everything God told me to do and go have that party and then afterwards go party with them or whatever they're doing and afterwards I felt terrible. I let him down. I disappointed Jesus. And so we got to get to the place where we're decided which party we're going to. Are you going to the banquet? Matthew 22, if you don't know anything about it. The king is having a ball and you're invited, but everybody's too busy doing their own thing that they don't want to come. This looks like much more fun. But if you know that this is a matter of life and death, if you know that this is your last chance, this this is the limited amount of time that you have before Jesus comes, and the earth is going to burn this time. If you didn't know that, it's going to burn. He's going to come and get those who are his and those who aren't his are going to be left. The earth is going to burn. So you got to make that choice. Which party are you getting ready for? Are you getting ready for the wrong party? Are you? If you are, let me encourage you. Let me encourage you, get ready. Jesus is coming. Don't be like in the day of Noah. And certainly don't try to talk other people out of spending the precious time that we have getting ready for Jesus. We only have a little bit of time. And so the things that they're doing are really for nothing. It's really a waste of time. It's a waste of time. We don't have much time. Don't let the enemy discourage you. Don't let those people discourage you. Don't let what they think control you. Oh, Noah, he's so delusional. He won't come and do what we're doing. Well, we tried. Let's go. 
as if Noah was going to perish. But they were going to perish. If we call ourselves a Christian, we got to be getting ready. We got to be setting that example. This is our last chance to make things right. Not everyone who calls him Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. Are you doing his will? Are you getting ready? Or is it life as usual? As if Jesus isn't coming. He's coming. And getting ready, as we talked about, is building your ark. Doing that thing he asked you to do to help prepare the way for him. And not let anything else get in your way. And when you're connected to him, you know it's time sensitive. And you know, I was thinking, you know, like if they said to Noah, when someone says to me, well, can't you just break away for a little while? You know, and and then you, sometimes you give in and you do that. And I'm encouraging you not to. Don't let what they want control you. But you get all off track. All of a sudden, you forget what you were doing. If you just ignore that feeling that, oh, man, I missed it. I got to get back to it. I have to stop dropping Jesus like a hotcake when someone else wants me to go do something for them. Don't let them control you. They're perishing. Be strong. Be strong in what you're doing. Show them what you're doing is important. Because what they're thinking is it's not. You're wasting your life. What are you doing? You only live one time. And I'm saying you only live this life once as well. And you have to choose where you're going to spend your eternity. So that's the word I have for you today. Jesus is saying don't get ready for the wrong party. There's going to be a party. There's going to be a new heaven, a new earth. You're going to live with God forever. No more sorrow, no more pain. The things you're looking at and the enemies pulling you towards are all a trick. He's, he came to steal, kill, and destroy from you. And Jesus said, I've come that you may have life to the full until it overflows. Choose me. Choose me. Jesus is saying, choose me. Come to my party. It's the best one. Everlasting life. No more sorrow. No more pain. Someone who loves you that you can trust. You know, people, the enemy uses people and they, they say they love you. They act, you know, in front of you like they do. But, you know, they go back to their own little group. And they're actually really just talking about you. And saying you've lost it, just like they did with Noah. Noah. They're not really for you unless they're doing what you're doing. And it's hard. You know, Jesus said, no one leaves mothers, houses, sisters, brothers, friends for the sake of the gospel. In this lifetime, who doesn't receive a hundredfold return? And we got to do that. We got to leave things behind. And it's hard and it's hurt. It hurts. And it's hurting him too. But if if you go that way, if you go their way just to please them, just to appease them, 
then you're going to end up perishing as well. Jesus said many are going to turn away from him because of the persecution. Don't let that be you. When, you, when we do this, when, when we're ready, then the end will come. If we're not getting ready, the end will still come. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. You have to do his will. Noah was doing his will. Get ready for the right party. I thought on that day you're going to be saying, but, but, but I thought you were wrong. If you're hanging out with Jesus all the time, you're not going to be doing but. You're going to be doing, yes, sir. Okay, thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. There's a song like that, if you remember. Thank you for saving me. What can I say? What can I say? Really, this is good news. It's exciting that he's telling you how to get ready and that he's coming and that you're not ready. It's good news. He has a good plan for you. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, you said you're knocking at the door of our heart, and if we would heed your voice, that you would come and live on the inside of us, and we're heeding your voice. We're committed. I'm committed. We want to heed your voice, but we can't even do it without your help. So thank you for teaching us, displaying your truth before us, giving us analogies, right thinking, your perspective. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. He said that. Revelation 3.20, if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. Because if you don't heed his voice, then why, why would he come and live on the inside of you if you're not in agreement with him? you got to get in agreement with him. So if you said that prayer, I'd be so excited that you let me know. John 1.1 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word is God. He is his word. And so you have to go to the word. Go, go look at Matthew 22. The king is having a ball, and you're invited if you want to come. You're chosen if you want to be chosen, if you're willing to prepare. If you're not willing to prepare, you're going to miss it. Who would be lazy about getting ready for their own wedding day? That would be just silly. So, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.